The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Madrasa on A. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to your program. This is Madrasa on A, the Hajj edition. I am your host Yasmina Peterson and of course I do have with me in studio Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. However, if you do want to make contact with us, you can send through an SMS or a WhatsApp in terms of what Sheikh is going to be speaking about. The topic is of course continuing on Hajj in the Holy Quran and looking at verses 197 to 198. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa wa barakatuh. Sheikh, how are you this afternoon? Alhamdulillah, and how's yourself and Yasmina? I'm alhamdulillah. Sheikh, I'm going to hand over to Sheikh, inshallah. I think that I've said quite a few in terms of what we will be tackling, but maybe just a recap to those who have tuned in today who wasn't tuned in yesterday, inshallah. Yes, you can for that one and Yasmina, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi wahda wa salatu wa salamu ala man la nabiya ba'da rabbi sharah li sadri wa yassir li amri wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Allahumma allimna bima yanfa'una wa anfa'ana bima allamtana warzukna ilman yadal jalali wal ikram Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Alhamdulillah thanks and praises due to Allah ta'ala always and forever we cannot thank Allah enough for this great favor that Allah has granted us to be the believing people of the Ummah of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah grant us worthy of the status. May Allah grant us to be granted the opportunity of having to receive the shafa'ah of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yawm al-qiyamah. And may Allah grant us a people who show total appreciation and understand how to be able to express that appreciation of the fact that Allah has given us this gift, Ya Rabb. May Allah grant us of those people, Ameen, Ameen, Ya Rabb, Ameen. Love and salam on our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his family, his friends, and all those who follow his path, may Allah be, grant us to be amongst him, Ameen, Ameen, Ya Rabb, Ameen, Alhamdulillah. Um, before we actually start with the program, I'd love to just make the opening dua, if you don't mind. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين والجنة للموحدين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا فإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اجعلنا من الذين يستمعون القول فيتبعون أحسنه برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما 
اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين ما شاء الله um, as, for, as for what we did in our program yesterday we went over to the verse of, of, of the section where we're dealing with Hajj in the Holy Quran and we went to the verses Surah number 2 Surah Baqarah verse 196 in that verse we showed what Allah did فمن كان منكم مريضا أو به أذم من رأسه ففدية من صيام أو صدقة أو نسك فإذا أمنتم فمن تمتع بالأمرة إلى الحج فما استيسر من الهدي فمن لم يجد فصيام ثلاثة أيام في الحج وسبعة إذا رجعتم تلك أعشرة كاملة ذلك لمن لم يكن أهله حاضر المسجد الحرام واتقوا الله وعلموا أن الله شديد العقاب سبحانك يا رب لحول ولك وتئلا بالله um, The verse deals with certain specifics in the verse and Allah starts off by saying let's start when you do the, the do the the the, the niya for ihram uh, for hajj or umrah please so when you start with it that them carry on right until the end of the project do not break down in the middle do not cut it in the middle and so allah then says to us you might be uh, um, prevented of having to fulfill there might be different ways that you do not fulfill the ibadah you're prevented that is understood but when you do that, that you prevent it, then you need to understand. فَإِنْ أُحْسِرْتُمْ فَمَسَّيْسَرَ مِنَ الْهَدِيدِ الْأَحَدِي مَسْبِحَيْدِ That's what Allah says to us. But now we've, we've dealt with that as having to show that if a person has been prevented and the preventation is somebody came to steal from you or he, uh, um, take everything from you, the, the pirates on the way, then unfortunately they wouldn't leave any valuables with you. They will make sure that they take everything. So if they take everything, what do you have to be able to make contact or do this, that and the other? But this is Allah's command. فَإِنْ أُحْسِرْتُمْ فَمَسْتَيْسَرَ مِنَ الْهَدِي A hadi must be paid. Then Allah carries on, وَلَا تَحْلِكُوا رُؤُوسَكُمْ Do not cut your hair. Until you're sure that the hadi that you've given have reached the place where it must be slaughtered. It is reached there and it's been slaughtered and they've completed the slaughtering. You, you know all that is in place, then you may be able to cut your hair. So Allah says, فَإِنْ أُحْسِرْتُمْ فَمَسْتَيْسَرَ مِنَ الْهَدِي وَلَا تَحْلِكُوا رُؤُوسَكُمْ حَتَّى يَبْلُغَ الْهَدْيُ مَحِلَّةِ فَمَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ مَرِيضًا أَوْ بِهِ أَذًا مِنْ رَأْسِهِ فَفِدِيَةٌ مِنْ صِيَامٍ أَوْ صَدَقَةٍ أَوْ نُسُكٍ But if a person 
has had sicknesses or he has problems in his on his head where these scratches and things that needs to go over his head which is not norm and which is not permissible in the state of ihram but if that person is sick and or he's having problems with his head for fidya then a fidya must be paid Fidyatim means siyam, that a person must be able to fast at least three days. Fidyatim means siyam in aw sadaqah, or he must feed six people, six of the poor people, he must feed them a meal a day as for six people. Fidyatim means siyam in aw sadaqatin aw nusuk, or he must be able to, if circumstances allow him, that he might be able to, as a fidya, slaughter a sheep and then Allah tells us is, فَإِذَا أَمِنْتُمْ but if you are free which means there's nothing that prevents you to carry on with your ihram and to enter into it and having to proceed to fulfill the hajj or the umrah فَإِذَا أَمِنْتُمْ فَمَنْ تَمَتَّعَ بِالْأُمْرَةِ إِلَى الْحَجِّ then the person who goes through the process of umrah and hajj فَمَا اسْتَيْسَرَ مِنَ الْهَدِي but with the niyyah of an ihram that is a which Allah calls in this verse فَمَنْ تَمَتَّعَ He does tamattu the, He enters into the state of ihram of hajj tamattu'an فَإِذَا فَمَنْ تَمَتَّعَ بِالْأُمْرَةِ إِلَى الْحَجِّ with a umrah that he performs in that period in the hajj period he performs an umrah and he then performs Hajj that very same year, and he does not leave the state of Ihram. No, he does not leave the, the, the precincts of the Haram. Which means he comes in and he performs an Umrah. He performs a, the Niyyah, he goes into the Niyyah of Ihram for Hajj Tamattu'an. And that Tamattu Hajj that he makes, the Niyyah starts with his entry of the Ihram. Uh, of the Umrah and it ends with a with a completion of the Hajj portion, right? So it's a holistic process of which is Tamattu' We've tried to be able to, in our very best to be able to show yesterday that it was not a common thing prior to Islam and Allah has given this only to the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Ummah of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. May Allah grant us to be worthy of it and be thankful to the great favors of Allah to this Ummah. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. You are tuned to 91.3 FM with Sheikh in today's session. Sheikh is looking at verses 197 to 198 respectively, as well as you can also look it up on your own. This is surah number two, which is surah Baqarah. So you can look it up on your own and you can go through Sheikh. You can go with Sheikh through the verses as Sheikh is explaining. However, I'm going to be adding over to Sheikh to continue where Sheikh stopped just before the ad break and to continue further. Sheikh Tafato. Shukran we are still busy in verse number 196 which we are recapping of what we did yesterday um, the verse said amintum, if you are not in safety if you enter into ihram for the hajj and you do an umrah starting with the umrah and you do the umrah and then get into the that the, the niyyah starts with tamattu hajj the moment you enter into that umrah Right, with the ihram, the niyyah for that ihram is not a umrah separate. That niyyah for ihram is a niyyah of hajj tamattu'an. 
So, فمن تمتع بالأمرة إلى الحج If you enter into that state of haram Allah says a hadi must be paid. You must pay a hadi. Allah gives a command and Allah orders. You and I just have to say and We've heard our Lord. We prepare to execute. We don't have an option. You cannot say I don't have the money because your Lord have all ordered you. Well, years, 1,400 years ago, told you that though you go for hajj, you must have an umrah. So you can't say you don't have the money. You can't afford it. Oh no, you must, it's a fart. There is no excuse from having to pay the hadi if you are going for tamatwa. But so in the other processes also, it's a command, it's a fart, and it's a necessity. You don't have a, a, a democratic right, or a yes, or a no, or a and, or a but. All that you may just keep quiet. The only thing that you have is to say, Saman, I've heard my Lord have come commanded. I've heard it. And Allah says, and I say, I'm prepared to execute, to do what Allah says. If, if I have the intention of wanting to acquire Hajj Makbul and Nababarur. If I have another intention, then do just as you wish, like you wish, when you wish and how you wish. Do it with what you, that is if you have another intention. Right? Mela protect. But those people who have the intention to want to go for Hajj and want to obtain Hajj Makbul and Mabrur, there is no but and no and, no yes and no no, no yama and uh, 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 nothing of that. Simply some anwata'ah. We've heard our Lord have given the command and we are ready to execute, to love. To that standard which Allah has placed for us, right? May Allah grant us those people who goes with the intention to want to achieve Hajj Makbul and Mabrur. And this is not an easy way of Hajj. Now, what's the easy way, Dafan? The Hajj can Hajj is the easy thing, Hajj is the difficulty. Hajj is absolutely difficult. Absolutely difficult for who? For those people who wants to call it difficult. But the way it's been presented, that's the easiest thing if you want to obtain Hajjmaq. That is the that which Allah has said and has given the command. That is the easiest form for having to obtain a Hajjmaqbul Mabrur. If you want to manipulate and slumbis and scalumbis and balatsumak and sumak, then you can corrupt the whole processes yourself. You corrupt. Allah don't corrupt. Allah never corrupts. Allah gives it to us that which you and I go for with the intention and commitment and dedication that Allah grants us the reward for. Right? But if you are intention intentionally want to corrupt and want to manipulate and yellow dung marks with Jay Dung and send you cannot marks with J4 of you cannot Allah has given us the easiest form of Hajj is through the method that Allah instructs us in the Holy Quran and the method given to us in the manner done by the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah grant our people to understand and realize the, the easiest form of Hajj is the Hajj presented to us by he who will grant us the status of Hajj Makbul and Mabrur. It's not something that you pick up. No, you're not a haji. You've been for hajj. 
But you didn't get the status if you do not put in the commitment and did the hard work to be able to see that you fulfill that which Allah has told you and me. No great scholar, no mufti, no peer, no sheikh, no maulana. Only what Allah and His Rasul tells us, we do that. Subhanak, may Allah grant our hujaj. And can all of us to be able the day that Allah grants us the Hajj, we strive to do it in that easy way as Allah showed us in the Holy Quran. And yes, because it's the greatest ibadah, the greatest ibadah, there's no ibadah like that ever in the whole life, never before and never after. And that's why it's to be done once only. And you put in maximum value, you go all out, you get focused in totality, straight, and you do hard work. To be able to realize, I must become successful in this. It's either decency in respect or a decent mess up that you make out of the process. May Allah grant khair and barakah and protect all of us. Grant us to understand. Allah says, فَمَنْ تَمَتَّعَ بِالْأُمْرَةِ إِلَى الْحَجِّ فَمَسْتَيْسَرَ مِنَ الْحَدِي Now, uh, we did for that matter just give the people an idea by having to say to them the understanding of tamattu' is something that you can only understand if you have a thorough and clear understanding of what's ifrad and what is kiran and ifrad and kiran is the two different forms of entering into ihram for hajj this too has been known through the ages ever ever since many many uh, 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 generations before the time of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, from the time of Nabi Ibrahim and that is carried on for many ages until the moment came when Allah added another one. There's the ifrad and there's the Quran that has been norm and common through the ages. And then Allah Taala added the third form of entry into ihram for Hajj, which Allah called. Allah says, And we've gone into the explanation of what was being the processes of the Hajj and the Hajj and, and the Umrah and, and looking at uh, the permissibility that uh, we do not have the extreme luxury right now where time is constant. Allah says, Um Allah says that the person must be able to pay um, slaughter. Uh, but then Allah says, And also do not find a sheep to slaughter. Such a person must be able to fast three days on Hajj. Now the scholars in interpretation of the Quran they say and if you cannot afford it that is not what Allah says Allah does not speak about affordability Allah doesn't speak of whether you can afford it or not Allah makes it very clear the Arabic language is 
absolutely clear about it and says very very clear the interpretation of english interpreters or other languages interpreted by saying the meaning is that you it has got nothing to do with affordability you must afford the the, the hadi because you must pay the hadi it's a fart it's a command it's an order that allah gives and you and i know when allah gives an order and the command you and i don't have a say a say and we don't interpret it like the jews has done or the christians has done with their books and they've interpreted the things their way as they want to know if if there is a hadith that shows it because our nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the first one to give us the clarity of verses and our nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not add the understanding of faman faman lam yajida who do not find find means the word wajada yajidu to find something means it is there to be able to find or the opposite of finding it it is non available it's not available right so meaning to find it it's available for you to be able to use and to be able to make use of and if you from a lam yajid who do not find means the inability of that thing it's not able or not available for us to use and that's what all says from a lam yajid fasiyamu thalathati ayyamin fil hajj that person must fast three days on hajj wa sab'atin idha raja'atum three seven days when he returns back to his people Allah calls that a ten full complete ten days. Yeah. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. We continue on Hajj in the Holy Quran, and this is where Sheikh is doing some verses from Surah number two, which is Surah Baqarah. Sheikh Tafato. Shukran Jazakallah. We we dealt just before the break, we dealt with the words of Allah in verse one ninety six. Uh, we came to the state where Allah says uh, those rules and regulations of what is permissible and what is and when can you do this, that and the other uh, as mentioned in the verse Allah says sorry, sorry my mistake when I read it Arabic wrong that rules that we've given to you is the rules that goes for the person who does not have his family staying in the Masjid al-Haram. Meaning himself and his family does not stay in and around the Haram, the precincts of Makkah Mukarramah. Right? So if you're staying in the precincts of Makkah al-Mukarramah, then the rule that was given here doesn't fit for you. But if you are of the other people who comes from outside the precincts of the Haram of Makkah, you are not, you and your family don't stay in Makkah, then this rules and regulations that was given is precisely for you. This is what Allah is saying. For those people who are not, their family, in the precincts of the, Makkah, the Haram of Makkah. So Allah gives us the clarity of understanding this, which means Wattakullah. Then Allah says, which means Allah speaking to all of us that come from everywhere around the world. Allah speaks to you and me, to everyone who wants to perform the Hajj. Everyone that comes from everywhere else, not in the Haram of Makkah, even the people of Medina, even the people of Saudi Arabia that's not in Makkah, even to all of them, Allah saying, Allah speaking to all of them. Which means but Allah says, only the people of Makkah the, that stays within the precincts of the Makkah, they and their families which stays there, they, the law is not upon them. The law on them is something other. Right? Wattakullah. Be conscious of your Lord, says Allah. 
وَعْلَمُوا Know very well that Allah شَدِيدُ الْعِقَابِ is intense when it comes to punishment. سبحانك And we said we're dealing with a subject matter called Hajj. The expectation is because on Hajj people is under the impression Allah is going to be extensively merciful. Allah loves us so much. Yes, it is. Allah is going to be there's no way in our total life that we will recognize or understand the extended, the extent of Allah's mercy on humanity like on Hajj. Because this days, the days of Hajj, the commodity that is, that belongs to Allah and to Allah only, that nobody and nothing has or nobody ever possesses, the commodity called pardoning, forgiving, seeing in, I forgive you for something, that belongs to Allah and to Allah only. If you did something wrong, and you did the wrong which belongs to, of a matter that belongs to Allah, then only Allah can pardon you. Allah Ta'ala do allow others to pardon you on things that you owe them. If you owe somebody something, you must seek pardon from them. Allah's not going to pardon you on their behalf. That is what Allah claims. But that day, for all the weaknesses that man have, all the sins, all the errors, all our shortcomings, Allah Ta'ala on that day, is prepared to pardon it in totality to forgive us to see into that in totality forgive every little detail to give you a complete clean slate as if you've never ever did any wrong that that's a guarantee that's an absolute guarantee. there's no greater guarantee in our life than that guarantee when the person goes for hajj subhanak la hawla wa quwwata illa billah and so we know for sure the person is going to be forgiven. And thus Allah says, Wattaqullah, be conscious of your Lord. Wa'lamu, know very well. And Allah shadidul iqab, Allah severe in punishment, because Allah Ta'ala expects you when you are going to do an ibadah that you realize that the purpose for this ibadah is to be able to be fulfilling it for the sake of Allah. You better be conscious. Cognant focus, you better realize that for what purpose are you there and do everything to be able to see that you obtain. Because Hajj Magbul Mabrur, I see what the agents for you, I see the clearer what you antreki, I see the ikram or the jistan of Arafani. That is not going to grant you Hajj. Yes, you must be in ikram. Yes, you must stand on Arafah. But that can become meaningful only if you have your intention, your purpose, your focus, and you realize what you're doing there, and you do it to your best of what you can. And grant al Khujaj to recognize that they're going to the greatest ibadah. They are being granted the opportunity to be able to go to the Haram of Makkah. They're going to the greatest of places in the greatest of time, um, in the most holiest of months. And, and they've been granted this great ibadah. And so if you cannot show appreciation for the fact that Allah has granted you this, that you work in submission to want to obtain Hajj Magpur and Mabrur, then unfortunately nobody else can grant you that. Naudhu Billah. We wish for our Khujaj that Allah grants him the, the insight, the knowledge, the understanding, the commitment, the dedication, the hard work, that they get themselves focused, that they remind one another, that they actually work at seeing that nothing else uh, uh, spoils the ibadah. Because remember, 
Shaitan is going to do everything. He cannot change the fact that Allah is going to forgive your sins. Allah is going to forgive your sins as a fact. He cannot change that. But what he can do? He can spoil your total hajj. He can corrupt your hajj. He can manipulate yourself and your, your, those around you to be able to think that other things is more important. And if Allah and His Rasul showed us, then that is what we need to do. The other things as of no value, of not equality, if Allah and His Rasul are shown to us that. And Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, made sure that he begged of Allah, please my Lord, guide me and my son that we understand this message so that we perform the Hajj in such a way that we obtain Hajj Maqbool and Hajj Mabrur. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. You're probably following along in your Quran from Surah number two, which is Surah Al Baqarah. And just before the ad break, Sheikh was speaking on the verses as well as that was the verse 196. However, I'm now going to be handing over to Sheikh to branch into verse 197 and also hopefully maybe a little branch into 198. Sheikh Tafato. Shukran for that one, Auntie Yasmina. Alhamdulillah, we came to the end of 196, the verse, Allah says, Allah ends on a very high note, very strong, that Allah is severe in punishment, whilst Allah is performing, Allah speaks about the subject matter of Hajj, wanting to say to all the Hujats, try to understand, your Lord expects of you that you do your maximum value, and that you put in X, a great amount of commitment so that you be able to be granted Hajj Maqbul Mabru and that you do not violate the processes there. Allahumma Ameen. In the next verse, Allah Ta'ala carries on and Allah Ta'ala says to us, Al-Hajju Ashhurum Ma'lumat. فَمَنْ فَرَضَ فِيهِنَّ الْحَجَّ فَلَا رَفَثَ وَلَا فُسُوقَ وَلَا جِدَالَ فِي الْحَجِّ وَمَا تَفْعَلُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ يَعْلَمْهُ اللَّهِ وَتَزَوَّدُوا فَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الزَّادِ التَّقْوَى وَتَكُونِ يَا أُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ The meaning of that verse is Allah says Al-Hajju Ashhuru Ma'lumat Hajj is known months It's a, 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 a season that is a known season of Hajj The Hajj season is a period uh, or a season that what we call the Hajj season It's a very well known uh, It consists of, 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 of two months and ten days فَمَنْ فَرَضَ فِيهِنَّ الْحَجُّ Whoever makes fard upon himself, the hajj meanings, he goes with the intention to perform the hajj and he makes it fard and entering into the state of ihram, then he needs to see that the rules and regulations of understanding what needs to be done on the hajj is then a necessity upon him. He makes fard upon him, then these are the three things he mustn't do. Now allow me to say, I'm not going to go into those three things immediately. I just want to mention to you, Allah says, فَلَا رَفَثْ وَلَا فُسُوق وَلَا جِدَال They mustn't be رَفَثْ, they mustn't be فُسُوق, and they mustn't be جِدَال on Hajj. فَلَا رَفَثَ وَلَا فُسُوقَ وَلَا جِدَالَ فِي الْحَجِّ وَمَا تَفْعَلُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ Whatever good you do, whatever righteousness you do, whatever things that you do of obedience, following instructions, guidance of Allah and His Rasul, وَمَا تَفْعَلُوا مِنْ خَيْرِ يَعْلَمْهُ اللَّهِ Whatever you do of good and righteousness and obedience, Allah is absolutely aware of that. Which means Allah says, don't do X, Y, and Z, but the things that you must do, which you're supposed to do, if you do that, Allah is aware of that. Now, if Allah says Allah is aware of something, we need to understand, 
It is not a matter of Allah is not aware of the other things. But what is Allah saying to us? I'm absolutely taking heed of you when you do the good things. I am absolutely aware of when you do good things. I'm aware of everything that you do, but I'm taking excessive note of the fact that you are obedient, that you want to carry out, that you want to do your hajj in accordance sent by me to Nabi Ibrahim, to your Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and to humanity for them to be able to perform the Hajj appropriately. If you do it that way, I'm absolutely aware. وَمَا تَفْعَلُوا مِنْ خَيْرِ يَعْلَمْهُ اللَّهِ وَتَزَوَّدُوا Then Allah makes a statement and says, See that you prepare yourself. Tazawwad means to be able to see that you do the necessary preparation processes, whatever preparation you need to do. Like for instance, the whole judge know that they need to get a ticket it's part of preparation. They need to get a visa. That's part of preparation. They need to have money for the for the for the for the for, for the place that they're going to stay at. That's part of preparation. They need to have monies to be able to have for eating and drinking. That's part of preparation. They need to have money as part of the uh, the, the dam that must be paid, which is called the hadi. That's part of the preparation. These are all uh, what I see that you do all these, but. The education that you have is part of the preparation. The spiritual development that you need to have developed yourself with, that is part of the preparation. Your character, your morals, your behavior, your mannerism, that is part of preparation. Your, your, your life skills to be able to live and to deal with other people in your life, that is part of preparation because that's a necessity. You don't can cannot say it's not going to happen. And you've never stayed anywhere else in this world. You've only been in Cape Town and Cape Town your whole life. And now for the first time you travel to some other place, then you need to prepare yourself for what it is like when you are in travel. And what is happening when you are meeting with the international ummah? Those type of things you need to have ex- given, given yourself part of the preparation. Right? So all the preparational issues Allah says, What does the word see that you do prepare yourself? And then Allah says, فَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الزَّادِ taqwa." But the best of preparations that must be seen too. The, of all the preparational things that you need to have, the most important of all that, the most important of all that, is to be able to have excessive, extensive, complete and qualitative taqwa with you. Because if you don't have taqwa, you're not going to be able to obtain hajj makbul and maburur. Taqwa is the core, the basis, the fundamental processes of having to see that you obtain a hajj makbul and hajj mabrur. May Allah grant that to all of us, Ya Rab. We say that constantly, we intend and we hope that constantly, but remember it's not words on the tongue and then it just comes, no. We will see that later on again in these verses. Allah will show us it's not about the words that you say with your tongue. Whatever you say with your tongue will not be given to you if you don't strive that that what you say with your tongue is part of your heart, part of your mind, part of your action, part of the niyyah that you actually put in total commitment to want to see that you obtain and acquire that status. May Allah grant khair and barakah for all our judge, inshallah, and that they get the best out of it.
I mean, shukran so much for that, Sheikh. Sheikh was also then speaking on Hajj in the Holy Quran, looking at Surah Baqarah. And if you're at home, then inshallah, you can go along and, uh, you know, follow along in terms of the verses that she has been mentioning. That was from verses 196 as well as 197 and also branching into 198 that we'll catch up a little bit later on. She has been doing a recap with us in terms of Hajj in the Holy Quran. And she has been speaking on where she stopped yesterday, which was at a verse 196 and that was from Surah Baqarah as well as branching in to verse 197. However, I did say that you can send through your questions as well as any clarity in which you'd need by Sheikh. We will definitely try our best to answer that. However, before I hand over to Sheikh, there is a few questions I came through, Sheikh, on our WhatsApp number. It says here, Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. My twin brother's niyat was to go for Hajj, but just when he has the financial, when he was uh, financial stable. And then his niyad was there, but he got very sick and he got lung cancer and passed away. To someone make a battle hajj for him, inshallah. Uh, y- yes, it would be recommended if somebody can do a battle hajj for him. And it is actually recommended that the monies comes out of his will, whatever he had, his wealth, before they distribute that, a portion of that money must be used for put one side for a hajj that must be performed. Um, if a person has the intention of performing hajj, then it's recommended that a, a battle must be done. The person goes to the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and says, O Messenger of Allah, my father did not perform hajj, hajj of Islam as yet, and he's not healthy and he's not strong, he will not be able to go and perform the hajj. Can I perform the hajj on his behalf? Or is the person says, should I perform? The Nabi says, if your father had debt, owed anybody anything, would was it would you have paid it on behalf of your father? The person said, yes, then I would have done that on behalf of my father. So the Nabi said, the debt for Allah is even greater. Meaning the Hajj is a debt, as we said, Allah says it's a debt that we owe Allah. The debt that you debt that you owe to Allah Ta'ala is a, a greater debt that must be paid. So see that we do the battle for those people who has who wanted to have high perform Hajj who could not perform the Hajj. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. And then there's another question I came through and says here, can you draw a legal will on someone else's property because you're going on Hajj and you lived at the back of that people's property? Um, drawing up a legal will whilst you stay, wherever you stay, you must be drawing up a legal will for yourself. But you cannot draw it up on behalf of the property that belongs to somebody else. For in a legal will or a will from an Islamic perspective, you cannot take the wealth of others. But you must draw up a will when you go onto a journey, especially like the Hajj. And it's recommended to always see that we have drawn up our wills, not only for the people that goes for Hajj, because anything could happen to us at any moment. And we're living in a country that they will give us the, uh, the right of presenting what we want to see in the world by ourselves, if we drew up the wall. But if we don't, haven't got a will drawn up, they will not allow us to do it the way we want to do it. Now, the may Allah protect. 
that we recognize the fact that a wall must be drawn up, but we cannot draw up a wall on behalf of the property that belongs to somebody else. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. However, there is no further questions. You can also send through your other questions through to our WhatsApp number as well as our SMS number. However, we've got a few minutes before we break for our ad break, Sheikh. And I think that here we can continue, inshallah, in terms of where we stopped just before the news break. We were busy in the ayah. 197 Allah says Al-Hajj We said we're going to come back to be able to give you the explanation of Allah says Whatever you do of righteousness and good Allah is absolutely aware of that because Allah wants us to realize that Allah will grant us the reward for every little good that we are doing when we are obedient to Allah. What has a wadu? Then Allah says, Please see that you prepare yourself. Make preparations for this ibadah. And then Allah says, But the best of preparations that can be made or that should be made for Hajj is to be able to see that you are cognizant of your awareness of your Lord, of the command and the orders of Allah, of the obedience of Allah, and that you fulfill to be try to do best to fulfill the process of being obedient to to to, to do what Allah wants. Then Allah says, Please see that you have taqwa about me your lord see that you have taqwa be cognizant of your lord allah now the ayah 196 allah says see that you have consciousness of allah in this ayah allah says that the best of preparations you can have is to be able to have taqwa and then allah says again have taqwa about me so Allah wants to speak to us of the essence of importance and what is taqwa? That sense of being the person who wishes to see that I do everything in obedience to Allah, that which Allah wants I put highlight, that's the most important, that is foremost for me, that is, uh, is priority in my life. That is what, and a hajj, a person who wants to perform hajj and wants to obtain hajj makbul and mabrur, he must prioritize taqwa in his life. If taqwa is not the thing that is prioritized, unfortunately he can have a dream about hajj makbul and mabrur, but it's not a possibility, it's the height of impossibility, because the only possibility that grants you, as you can see the verses to you, the verses, only the first two verses that we've done, already three times the word taqwa has been mentioned. One need to say, please see that you have taqwa and then again taqwa is the best preparation and then please see that you have taqwa in the preparation and the work that you need to be able to do that want to, that you want to have to see that you perform hajj and in 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 hindsight allah says to be able to see that you have taqwa as the positivity the negativity is something other there can be many negativities that can destroy your processes. But Allah says, there's three things that I tell you, I want you to take heed of when you perform the Hajj. Fala Rafath, one, do not do Rafath. Two, Fala Wala Fusuk, do not do Fusuk. And three, Wala Jidal, and do not do Jidal. Those three things can be destructive to a great amount, can break down the process of your Hajj. Now what happens normally when you and I go to the shop and buy a commodity, 
whatever commodity we buy. Then you get a booklet on the commodity to tell you how to use this commodity. And somewhere in this booklet, there's a page with big, bold letters, but there's one, two, three points on that. Point one says that if you violate and you do not follow the instruction used to be able to use this commodity in accordance to what has been manufactured, then unfortunately you lose your, your, your warranty or guarantee. Secondly, if you open up this commodity and, and dismantle it, you lose your commodity. And number three, the, 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 the uh, what's his name, the guarantee or warranty only lasts for a year. That's what they say to you, or six months, or, or 12 months, or 24 months, whatever they tell you, it lasts for so long. Meaning that within that period, if anything happened, they, they, they guarantee the fact that they'll give the thing back to you as if, if anything happens in that period. And if you follow that. But if you do violate the use of any number one, two, and three, you do anything there wrong, then don't expect that they're going to give you anything of a guarantee or a warranty. The same Allah says with this ibadah of Hajj, Al-Hajju Ashurum Ma'lumat. Hajj is a period, uh, 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 or, or uh, a season, or a, a, a season that you need to be able to be aware and cognizant of what you are doing when you're doing it. And when you do it, do it to the best of your ability. Be conscious of Allah, says Allah, and do not do these three things. And if you do these three things, forget about it. The guarantee is no guarantee that you'll be able to get Hajj Magbul and Mabrur. There's no guarantee of you obtaining Hajj Magbul and Mabrur. There's absolutely, what is the three things? The three things is Fala Rafath. What is Rafath? Rafath is the interaction of the sexes with one another of what is not permissible during the Hajj period. Even between a husband and wife that is halal for one another, they are not recommended for them in the state of ihram that they have intimacy with one another. That is rafath. But any form of intimacy that even the husband and wife wants to have with one another, or they feel they touch, or they look at one another, and they, uh, that is it. But Allah's made it a process because this ibadah is an ibadah where there is the free flow of the gender of male and female amongst, in front, behind, around, above, beneath. They are in every direction. There's all the sexes around you, meaning there's males and females. In front of the females is a million and one males. And in front of the males is a billion and one females, right? Which means... The male, all the males is surrounded by females and all the females is surrounded by males. So as much as these males, these females, and others is females, these males. So nobody can say, uh, so Allah wants us to understand, I need to be so cognizant of myself, so aware of myself. I need to have a sense of control of my emotions and of the fact, but what happens if, if I'm a young man? And here a beautiful young lady in Ihram, Allahu Akbar, her features, her, her status, her beauty, her, the way she handles herself, Allahu Akbar, it just stuns me. Yes, it can happen to evil authorities, it can happen to old men too. It doesn't happen to young men only. And what happens if a lady is in Ihram and there's a lot of men around her who is half naked and I mean half naked the, the, the guy has got mashallah beautiful body but he's, he's, he's Ihram hanging on, on the soldiers and you see the, the six pack and you, you see the beautiful features of this man he looks stunning and handsome brow built 
Allahu Akbar, what do you do as a woman? Do you think you can run away? You can't. You can't. You just can't turn your back. You need to have had control of your emotions of knowing that this is the reality of Hajj. This is going to happen. And I need to be able to be aware, as Allah teaches me in Surah Nur, I need to lower my gaze. I don't look around, I don't put my, my eyes and look for everything and, and admire everything. No, I need to recognize this is going to happen. If I don't do that, I'm going to harm myself. So thus Allah says, Fala you do not have you do have a control of your sexual emotions you control yourself sexually all those things that we've ordered and commanded you in quran and hadith as to how you need to put control yourself males against the females and females against the males or even males against males and females against females and you do not do the wrong things you take a total control of that Im- sexual emotion and sexual processes that can probably uh, stimulate or stir you on. You keep yourself in control of that. Then that will pre- allow you to obtain Hajj Makbul Mabrur. If you do not, it nullifies your Hajj. It can probably nullify your total Hajj. Ya Rab, na'udhu billah, may Allah protect. Allah says, secondly, Rafat is the first one, wala fusuk. The word fusuk is the word, comes from the word, is a plural form of the word fisk, meaning a lot of fisk becomes the word fusuk. And fusuk could be minor sins or major sins. It doesn't necessarily mean major sins on hajj. It means when you perform minor sins. Remember, it's a verse that Allah says, وَتَّقُونِي Be aware of me and be aware of your taqwa. It's that that verse that Allah says, no minor sins or major sins or free sins to be doing while doing this ibadah. Meaning, don't be a person that's haphazard, kaniwari, khini omi, monkey see, monkey do. That is not permissible. You are on hajj, you are supposed to be a person with total, you don't have blinkers on, you are broad, you are aware, you're cognizant, you, are, you follow instructions of what Allah says, every moment 24-7 as long as you are on the hajj. As long as you are in the ibadah of that hajj, 24-7 you need to, and yet the ibadah of the hajj is from the moment that you get into your umrah until the hajj has been completed. That is all inclusive of the situation. May Allah open the path for all of us, inshallah. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. The voice there of Sheikh Ibrahim. Abram speaking to us more on hajj within the Holy Quran. Shukran so much to all of you who sent through your messages as well as your questions. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In this time period, I'm now going to be handing over to Sheikh to do the closing du'a for us for Madrasa and Sheikh Tafatul. Yes, Mina. We our times has come to an end and we just gonna do the final dua. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim wal Asr in al insana lafi husr illalina amanu amilu salihat watawasubil haki watawasubi sabr wa salallahu ala sayyidina wa mawlana muhammadin wa ala ali wa sabi wa bariku salim subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik nashadu an la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilaik walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen shukran so much for that sheikh as well as that concludes our madrasa on a program